Hi, I'm Ruthie, your host of the Consistency Corner podcast. I'm a mom, a full-time marketing director, and cheerleader for other goal-getter women. I'm a retail veteran turned self-taught corporate marketing executive who's dabbled in blogging, network marketing, sales, and coaching. At just 20 years old, I knew someday I wanted to help powerful brands ensure their message was consistent across all channels of the marketplace. And I was always inspired by female-led brands grounded in supporting women. The Consistency Corner Marketing Method helps you create a foundation for your brand to sparkle so it can make an impact and an income. On this podcast, we'll talk all things marketing and help you create an effective strategy for your brand and discuss mindset and productivity tips to help you be at your best, even while you juggle all the things. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 23 of the Consistency Corner Podcast. And on today's Thursday marketing edition of the podcast, we are going to be talking about the marketing funnel and how understanding the marketing funnel can make a big difference when it comes to your business goals and ultimately the content that you create for your marketing to help you achieve those business goals. So first of all, I want to give a little bit of background about my education and my background. So I started out in college, actually, I started out as a pre-pharmacy major. And funny story, I wanted to be in pharmaceutical sales. I don't know why I thought it sounded fun at the time. I was 18. What did I know? And so I said I was going to be a pre-pharmacy major because I thought it would give me a competitive advantage in being a salesperson. And then after a horrendous semester in organic chemistry, when I cried during my final because it was hard, I decided I do not need to be a pre-pharmacy major or a pharmacy major to be in sales, I'm going to change my major and be a sales major. So year and a half into college, I changed my major to sales. And I had always worked in retail or I had worked in retail for a little while. So I had sales experience and I liked talking to people. I liked, if you're my husband, you would say I like convincing people to um, think my way, but (laughs) I tend to have a strong conviction and I want to convince people, I guess, to think what I think or um, sell them on the idea. But it's not that I want to sell you on it because I want you to, you know, be tricked. It's because generally, whatever I'm selling, and I'm doing air quotes here, I like truly believe in and I want you to believe it too, because I believe it can help you. So whatever it is, I'm selling a $50 bra when I was 18 and worked in retail, or a, um, you know, more complex, software solution. If you know, one of my sales classes in college, we had to do like a sales presentation where we understand the customer's needs and sell fake software. Anyway, the point of it is, is that selling and marketing, they're similar in that they have similar goals and a similar model with the funnel, but they're not exactly the same thing. I believe that marketing influences sale, influences sales. I can't talk today, guys. Um, And that sales can become easier with the right marketing in place. The other thing I think is that marketing is sometimes a little bit more passive, where sales might be a little bit more active and um, I want to say collaborative, but more of a conversation in sales. Where marketing, sometimes it's more you're putting a message out there and the consumer is consuming it. Where sales, it's a little bit more back and forth. But at the end of the day, they go hand in hand and you have to have both of them in order to grow your business. And a lot of people think like sales is icky and I don't want to be salesy. But the end of the day that if you are selling anything, you have to believe in the value of what you're selling. And if you 
do believe in it and you're sharing it with people through your marketing and you're uncovering needs and determining if that customer has a need that your product or service can meet, that's selling. And there's nothing icky about it, especially again, if you truly believe in what you are selling or you are offering and the benefits that it has and what it can do to help transform your client's life. So I say all that to say at the end of the day, both marketing and sales start with the funnel. So at the very top of the funnel in sales, you have your prospects. In marketing, at the top of the funnel, you would say you have the audience that you are trying to attract. I'm going to really dig down into the marketing piece of it, but I'll relate it to sales as too, so you guys can kind of understand how the funnel works for both. So in the top of the funnel for marketing, you are trying to attract an audience, and it's going to be a pretty big audience. And like a funnel, you want to move the audience down the funnel. But just like a funnel, then the audience is going to get smaller. So as you move from the attract phase to the nurture phase, your audience is going to get smaller because maybe you attracted some audience members with your messaging or with the content that you put out there, or maybe some ads you ran to get in front of some eyeballs. Or if you're, you know, if we relate it back to selling prospecting, like you talk to a bunch of people and then some of these people realize like, oh, what she's selling isn't really for me. I don't have a need for that. So they're not going to move down the funnel. But some of the people that you attracted that saw your content, that talked to you, that listened to you are going to be like, oh, she sells, you know, something that could help me. Or they might be attracted to you because you share similar values and they identify with you as a human. And they're like, oh, I like her. She talks about X, Y, Z. And I think that's interesting. Like for me, if you talk about glitter and sparkly pins and highlighters and office supplies, like I probably am going to want to talk to you because that's interesting. And I like that too. Now, as I get into getting to know you and you are selling um, hair bows for little girls, I might be like, oh, I don't have a little girl. I don't need hair bows. So I'm not going to continue to move down the funnel. And I might not really engage with you because you don't serve a need that I have. It doesn't mean I don't like you. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that I was attracted at the top of the funnel. I moved down the funnel. I got to know you a little bit more and realized that like you just don't meet a need that I have. And again, there's nothing wrong with you or your content. I'm just not your ideal client. So I'm not going to move down the funnel because I don't need any hair bows. I mean, I have nieces and whatever, and maybe someday I'll need hair bows, but you guys get the point. I am a, I'm a boy mom and like hair bows for little girls are not on the top of my needs list. So let's say you sell something. I've been attracted to you because you like sparkly pins and notebooks and office supplies and you sell or you're a service provider and you provide parent coaching for kids with... um sensory issues. So, okay, now we're going to talk about this. I'm going to move down the funnel because you are nurturing and creating, maybe providing content and value of something that I have a need. Because again, I was attracted to you over the office supplies. I continued to get to know you because you talked a little bit about parenting and, you know, having a boy or having a kid with, you know, sensory issues. And we just started my kid in OT. So like, we're going to continue to talk more. And I'm going to continue to be attracted and I'm going to be nurtured by the content that you're putting out there. 
And then at the bottom of the funnel, I'm going to move down the funnel and maybe convert and become a client of yours if you offer up a solution that meets one of my needs and I identify that it's a need that I have and that you provide a solution that will give me the outcome that I'm wanting. Now, again, the funnel gets smaller. So there might be parents of six and seven-year-old boys that are following you, that are connecting with you, that are chatting with you, and you put an offer out there. You say like, I'm going to do a masterclass and I'm going to talk to you about the 10 ways you can help your kids with a sensory diet so that they are successful in school. And I might say like, yes, I totally need this. I'm going to sign up for her masterclass. I've been waiting for something like this. And somebody just like me, like maybe another parent who has a child in the same class who's going through a similar issue, they might be like, oh, you know what? My doctor recommended such and such, so I'm going to try that. So they don't convert. But again, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong with your messaging or your content or your offer. It's just it wasn't right for that client at that time because the funnel is getting smaller and you're going to convert less people. So when we talk about your business goals, it's important to understand that you've got to create business goals around both attracting more people into the top of your funnel, nurturing those people as they move down the funnel, and then converting those people into clients. And it's kind of a cycle. And you want to look at the calendar as far as where are we in the calendar year? Where are we in my launch plan? Where are we in my business calendar? Where am I as far as the size of my list, the size of my audience, and determine your business goals. If your audience is pretty small because you're just getting started, conversion might not be your goal right now. And I understand that you're like, I have to make an an income and I need to convert people and I need to get sales. But if you're immediately diving into that conversion content where it's just like sell, 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 you're actually repelling the audience that you've worked so hard to attract because all you're doing is asking for a sale. And so it becomes a balancing act of attract, nurture, and convert. And by looking at whether you're trying to attract your audience or a new audience or new eyeballs, nurture your audience or convert your audience, you can create content that helps the audience either get to know you, begin to like you, or learn to trust you. So we think about the funnel that same way. The top is attract, the middle is nurture as it gets a little narrower, and even narrower at the bottom is convert. You know, the top is getting to know the audience and letting them get to know you. So sharing your story, putting yourself out there, providing value in your content so that more people can get to know you. And then they get to like you by connecting with you on more of an emotional level. You share those, you know, behind the scenes moments. You share those stories and things that help them connect with you as a human. And then ultimately, they like you and they move down the funnel because they're getting to know you and they trust you because you've been adding value. You've been adding free information and education and you've been motivating them or um, inspiring them or educating them or entertaining them. And then when it's time to launch or convert, they trust you and that's how you're going to move people more down the funnel. You know, I think about types of content and content themes. We think a lot about 
evergreen brand story type content, which is just like, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. You know, that serves the um, getting to know you and getting to like you kind of goals. We think about value add content where you're teaching, you're educating, you're inspiring, you're motivating, you're providing tactical tips or tools. You're giving things away with your content. That is helping your audience really get to like you and trust you. So it moves them down the funnel. And then at the very, very tip and the smallest piece of the pie is product launch type content where you're saying, this is what I offer. This is what I do. You know, message me for more. Click the link in my bio. Swipe up. Visit my website. Those types of calls to action. But you don't want that to be your call to action every single time with every single post because then what happens is your audience is like, okay, we get it. You're selling stuff. You're in business. And especially on social media, your audience is not on social media to be sold to. They're on social media to be social and to learn and to be educated and to be entertained and to be motivated. And sometimes they find somebody who has done all of those things, who has an offer that meets a need of theirs, and then they're going to convert. But it starts with the top of the funnel and attracting the right audience and your people, nurturing them and then converting them. So if you think about your business and your business goals, and you've been kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall with your marketing content, and you're just like, nobody likes my posts, I don't have enough followers, that's where you know your business goals and your marketing plan and your content plan becomes a much more of a holistic picture, is it's not just about one post or two posts or getting people to like your posts or getting more followers, which let me tell you, more followers is not the goal. So... Thinking about your marketing as a plan that aligns with your business goals and then is supported by your brand foundation and then is, you know, we create a content strategy to achieve those goals. That's where it really takes the overwhelm out of managing the marketing funnel. So if my challenge for you this week is to think about where you are in the marketing funnel and really let's start to dream big and think big picture and look at 2022 and say, what are my goals for 2022? When am I launching? When do I have products coming out or services that I'd like to launch? Or maybe I have like an evergreen type of um, business where I'm always launching, you know, maybe I'm always bringing in one-on-one clients, but maybe you can create some momentum by having some launch goals or some dates on your calendar, or you just start to say, okay, in this season, or for maybe these two or three weeks, I'm going to really spend time nurturing my audience. Or in this season, I'm really going to be intentional, intentional about being social, unsocial and attracting a new audience by, you know, getting out and just connecting with other people. Or in this season, maybe for this particular month, I'm going to be really focused on my email list and growing my email list so that I can continue to nurture even more behind the scenes with value add content. So that then when it is time to launch, I've built trust and my audience has gotten to know and like me and trust me, and I can convert in that piece of the funnel. It's very important to remember that funnel and remember that this, the funnel is also like a cycle and that we can come and go out of the different pieces of the funnel, but we can't focus on all three of them at the exact same time. We've got to be cycling through that know, like, and trust or the attract, nurture, and convert 
by rotating out content that is both educational or emotional or just every so often business related or a product launch. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. If you have questions about the marketing funnel or you're not really sure where you are in it or what your business goals should be or what type of content to create for the phase of the funnel that you're in in this season, don't hesitate to send me a DM. I do have three spots open for November for one-on-one brand and content audits. And the brand and content audit will give you an opportunity to have an hour-long call with me, plus some pre-work while I will kind of walk through your brand guide with you. And then a month of support afterwards to walk through your content plan where you can brainstorm with me and get feedback in the moment so that you can truly plan out the rest of this quarter or next quarter, or even dive into a entire framework or outline for your content and marketing strategy and plan for 2022. I would love to be your consistency cheerleader and your brainstorming buddy and help find those pieces and messages that really make you and your brand sparkle so that you can make an impact and an income and achieve those goals. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this was helpful that you learned a lot about the marketing funnel. And if you had any light bulb moments, definitely message me and take a screenshot of this episode and share in stories so that other goal getter women just like you can learn about this podcast and get some coaching and some support with their marketing so that we can all beat the overwhelm and keep sparkling. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy mindset tips and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.